Hey everybody, welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast where both the hosts turn into an elephant at the end. It's me, Matt Fondude, and I'm here with my co-host. <laughs> yes, I'm James, aka James O4E, uh, aka and, James the Elephant. Yeah, we are we are referencing the Super Mario Brothers Wonder trailer, uh, a trailer I just made James watch prior to starting the podcast because I wanted to talk a little bit about. Some of the announcements uh, from the Nintendo Direct were a little late on the June announcements, but uh, kind of we can kind of talk about them briefly. I know you didn't watch. I assume you didn't watch the rest of the Direct if you didn't see the Mario yeah, no, thing. I, I did not. I missed out. Yeah, I uh, I skipped through it very frequent. I I, I uh, did a skim. Well, it's because this year is the year of cozy games, cozy farming games. It's just every game is a cozy farming game. And um, there's just so much of that. I was just like, all right, just show me the headlines of these games. And uh, headlines we did see. Headlines such as Persona 5 Tactica. It's a tactics Persona 5 game with like cutesy art style. I don't really like tactics games, but I like Persona. It's like it looks like the Persona Q of this generation not in terms of gameplay that was like an etrian odyssey pokemon mystery dungeon type game uh but in terms of graphics and whatnot um also super mario rpg is getting a remake and looks actually really good and uh some other games yeah for the new detective pikachu did you ever care about detective pikachu at all um i actually remember i I think I had Detective Pikachu. Like I, okay. I think I, I bought it, and then I'm pretty sure I just never played it. <laughs> I don't understand how you, how one can have to think you may have had a game such as Detective Pikachu because it's it's pretty distinct. It'd be kind of hard to forget. I feel like talking sleuth Pikachu. Like I feel like, uh, I feel like I remember buying it and I just never played it. Mm. I I remember everyone liked the uh, the movie. Uh, it was yeah. kind of like the proto Sonic movie, in a way. It's kind of the same vibe. Sonic movie um, before it was cool. Yeah, I I don't really care about that series at all. But it's neat that there's more. Oh, there's also an untitled, unannounced Princess Peach game, uh, coming out. Which, if you've ever played uh the DS Princess Peach game, that game was weird. And this game looks like it's also going to be weird. I heckin' love weird Nintendo games. Yeah, the Princess Peach game, like, you used your emotions to as powers or whatever. You could just, like, cry and, like, be angry. It was it was, it was a weird choice. It, it was... I don't know. It's, it's definitely a game. It's just very Man. strange. And I'll just brush through some of these other ones very quickly. Uh, there's a new Dragon Quest Monsters game. That's a series like the mon- any Dragon Quest game that has like the monster spinoff. People seem to like. Um, I didn't really get into them, but maybe this is the time. Uh, Pikmin Four looks good, and uh, yeah, other other news. Oh yeah, they're making a WarioWare game. That's like traditional style, almost like a, it looks like a sequel to like the Wii one, like uh, Smooth Moves. Which is awesome. I'm surprised we're getting two WarioWare games on the mm-hmm. Switch. I love the WarioWare series, so I'll probably enjoy that. Um, 
And the rest is the rest is who cares? If you didn't the watch it, we the rest. Know. The rest is the rest. You'll play it or you won't, you know. Yep. Uh, and speaking of playing video games, James, have you been playing any video games this week? Uh, yes, I've been playing a few of the video games. Um, so I had my whole Diablo Four phase. Yeah. Uh, finished the story and all that. Got to like level, uh, nearly level seventy. I'm not quite there yet. Um, but yeah, I think it was pretty good. Story got a lot better towards the end. Cinematics were cool, though I wish there were a little more of them. There's only like, uh, I think there's like two, like big cinematics in the game. Like I think I was looking at uh, all the cinematics from the Diablo franchise, and I think Diablo Four has the least. Um, which is a little sad, but they were really cool, so it's fine. Um, and then. You know, for the end game, I think the the end game's actually pretty good. Like as far as content goes, uh, you know, there's like there's the nightmare dungeons, which are basically just existing dungeons with upgraded mobs and uh, various modifiers on them. Uh, there's Helltide, which basically an entire area of the map gets taken over by it. Basically, like hell bleeds over into it, and there's lots of demons that drop these. Uh, what do you? What would you call them? These like collectibles. They or this this currency that you can use to open chests that are in random random areas around the the Helltide zone, and the chests will give you really high tier loot. And then there's also, uh, without spoiling, there's like a tree that you can do some favors for, and if you do favors, like every time you do some favors around the map, you can go back and claim some some good loot from them. And then there's obviously the world bosses and the the legions and things like that. So there's definitely plenty to do. Uh, the only the main problem that I've noticed though is that <clears throat> the build diversity is definitely definitely hurts the end game experience a little bit. Where I was playing barbarian, and I was doing war one build, and it's like it was fun at first, but I can only I can only spin around for so long before it yeah. gets yeah before it gets a little boring. I'm feeling that. And I'm only like level fifty or something, and mm. but I'm doing necromancer, so I'm doing summons too as my build. So it's like I've summoned. I can only literally hold the R button down or whatever, like one button to summon my uh, mobs so many times. It's kind of like wow, there's really not a lot going on here. Um, but that, I mean, that's not really. That's like all these kind of games or whatever, I guess, in a way. Uh. I don't know if they necessarily hold my attention that long uh, mm -hmm. anyway, but uh, app apparently Diablo 4 went down, like the servers were down for a bit. I don't know if you were playing when that happened. Um, They didn't go fully down. They just had to do some maintenance a few times, and the servers were kind of, you get kicked off occasionally, but you were able to reconnect. Mm -hmm. I think <clears throat> people couldn't get on for like a day. Because everyone was complaining mm. about it, and then it kind of got me thinking about the the fact that it's like an always online game, which is kind of annoying. I mean, I guess there are benefits in a way for having it always online, but like someone pointed out when I was reading like a Reddit thread, it's like, why is the game always online besides like as like a form of like DRM and stuff like that, and just mm. to be annoying? It's like, well, if the game isn't online. How are other players going to see your cash shop outfits that you bought? And I'm like, oh, Damn. oh no. Other That's players so can't true. see my drip. 
yeah, how are you going to flex your cash shop items and stuff? It's like, there really is almost no reason for the game to always be online. Like, it could just have a single-player mode besides money and whatnot. But I don't know. Whatever. It's kind of annoying. Um, I was gaming on the Steam Deck a lot this uh, past week because I was mm -hmm. traveling. So I was I had Diablo. I didn't really play too much of it, but yeah, it would have been sad to boot it up and not be able to play because I'm not connected to the internet. Yeah. Um, there's one other thing. Oh yeah, I I did hear apparently uh for the first season of Diablo Four, which is coming out mid to late July, they said that they're going to be doing like some huge changes, like l literally 13 page patch notes. So <laughs> so hopefully. Uh, with that, there will be a little bit more build diversity. You know, they did a they did a kind of small patch today just to make uh make all of the basic skills just a little bit better and slightly buff some uh crap. What are they called? Oh my god, some uh some aspects and stuff like that, so that the leveling is just a little bit smoother and some some of the poopy builds feel less poopy, but no like huge sweeping changes or anything i will say one of the nice things about diablo is there probably will be an expansion later down the line or like a big update that adds like a lot of stuff uh mm -hmm. so there is something to look forward to in that regard in terms of more content coming eventually um but yeah, yeah again like i said like i already kind of fell off i mean maybe i'll revisit and play more of it but I don't know. It's a. It can't really hold my interest too long, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's it's cool for what it is. Yeah. Okay. And then besides Diablo, uh, I also got Spider-Man Miles Morales while it was on sale. Mm -hmm. Um, played through all of that. It wasn't too long. Uh, story was okay. It wasn't anything crazy. You know, the characters could have been could have been better, definitely. But you know, it was fun. Had some cool moments. Gameplay was fantastic, as expected from Insomniac Spider-Man game. Uh, yeah, got me really excited for Spider-Man 2, whenever that's going to mm -hmm. come out on PC. Hopefully not <laughs> too much longer than a year. Yeah, um, well, I'm out here waiting for Ragnarok, <laughs> God of War Ragnarok, yeah. to come to PC. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's probably going to be, if it's anything like God of War... The first one, that was like four years post-release. But then again, they weren't really porting games back then so maybe we can hope yeah. like two years after release yeah that's but, like one of the few things know. that xbox has over playstation is that their games are basically on pc immediately yeah uh i am having a similar annoyance right now with the kingdom hearts series how it's it's been locked mm. to epic games since it's launched on pc and it's still mm. just no signs of it coming to steam and uh the prices are also ridiculous in that series. Like they're fully yeah. seventy dollar games, basically. Still, even though you can buy like a PS4 copy or something like that for like two dollars, because no one cares. Um, I don't know. It's it's annoying. It's mainly annoying because one, who even uses Epic Games anymore unless you have to for something. Like yeah. I I don't think people even talk about it. Like uh, people talk about it when something's free. That's what I know. Yeah, I guess. Like, I I know people are into the free stuff, um, but 
I don't know. It's not worth like booting up the Epic Games Store is just <clears throat> such a chore to like deal speaking with. Of, speaking of that, I'm gonna boot it up right now and see what's free. Oh god. Yeah. Uh oh my lord, dude, this is a, this is a mess. <laughs> I um I also had the misfortune of trying to install the Kingdom Hearts collection from the Epic Games Store onto my Steam Deck, uh, which required because they're not on Steam. Required me to I downloaded the Epic Games launcher through Steam, like I I added it as a non-Steam game, and then I was able to use like Proton compatibility layer or whatever to download the launcher. That installed the game. Now normally that actually would work, I guess, if you have the game installed, but it's a collection, so the launcher that launches the games didn't work. So I I had to install Heroic Games Launcher, which is like a third-party epic games launcher which honestly has more features than the actual epic games launcher uh and that was able to install it properly but i had to delete the two like movies that play like there's like a cutscene at the beginning of the game and end of the game that play but you have mm -hmm. to delete those because they don't play for whatever reason <laughs> oh god and then make your game crash uh but i got them to work and i didn't play anything on there yet but like they seem to work and it's pretty good it would just be way nicer if it was just on Steam and just worked, though. But, you know, right, we can't see. have nice things. Yeah, let's see what games are free on Epic Games right now. They got Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realm and okay. Free Hunters, the Call of the Wild. Or the That's Hunter, a game. Call of the I've Wild. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the games... I, that's the thing. It's like their model was we're gonna pay to, we're gonna pay people to put their games in our store. We're gonna give them a bigger split than Steam, which is fair enough. Uh, and we're also gonna just like pay for a bunch of cop, basically like prepay for these copies, so the companies make their money. Like it's pretty much a sure thing. Mm -hmm. they're, they're gonna like pay all these companies, blah blah blah, get exclusivity and do all that, and like give you free games to like get you on the platform. But the platform is so bad, and it's mm -hmm. still bad. Like, I don't understand how it can be still <clears throat> so bad. And it's, like, John Fortnite Company that makes a kajillion, kabillion dollars. Although, I, I don't know if it's me, because I don't follow anything about Fortnite. But I feel like Fortnite has slowly been losing favor in terms of people don't really care about it anymore. Yeah, I mean, people are always going to play it. Well, yeah, people are playing it, but I don't think... It has nearly the like cultural significance that it had at one point in time. As I go on to uh, Twitch right now to look at categories, and then just to see where Fortnite is, because I know it's it's literally like the number seven category right now. But still, Fortnite, man, Fortnite. Yep. Oh wait, maybe this is wait. This is my recommended for you. Let me look at viewers high to low. Never mind. It is lower, but it's still on the front page. Uh, sports. Someone's streaming sports. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, did you see this? Look. Uh, did you happen to see this game called Only Up? By the way, um, I don't think I have. You may have seen clips of it and not known what it is. It, it's like one of those rage platformers, like uh, Getting Over uh, It or yeah. uh, Jump King. It's like a Chinese company, I think, and it's just this weird, like, three D. Like Unreal Engine man jumping on like cars and stuff, and then you fall off and lose all your progress. And it's 
Like uh, maybe I, I don't know if I want to be streamer Wait, number twenty seven. This might be the one that, that I, this must be the one that I thought was Fortnite. <laughs> I actually saw it and I'm like, wow, this is a really cool Fortnite custom game because I saw a clip of somebody falling off. Like they were mm. quite literally, I think they were sixty layers up into like a into a run and they fell all the way back down to the ground. Yeah, no, you can fall from literally like the ending of the game to the ground, basically. Uh, it is a funny haha game. game. It looks like it's probably Unity or Unreal or something. Uh, let me let me see it on Steam. It like <laughs> I don't know. Um, I yeah, I don't know. It, I don't think I want to download it because it is. It seems a little sus, to be honest, in terms of... Uh, apparently, also, they sh uh, there's, like, NFT ads or something in the game. Hmm. Uh, like, they're trying to sell NFTs and whatnot. But, it honestly, weirdly enough, it actually looks really nice in a weird way. And I kind of like those Rage Platformer games as, like, streamer games sometimes. Mm -hmm. But... I, I don't know. It, it's it's a flash in the pan kind of game. You I'm know? looking at the reviews. The top one is it's just one sentence. This is how your parents tell you how they got to school back in the day. <laughs> it has pretty mixed reviews. Otherwise, though, on Steam, because yeah. I think people are like, "What is this?" Um, honestly, I, if it was just a wholesome like rage, if it was like a getting over it, where it's just like rage platformer but it's just for the sake of making a rage platformer for fun then i think i would be more interested in it but there seems to be some sussery and shadery going on with it that i don't mm -hmm. particularly find that adorable yeah and endearing mm -hmm. um but yeah what have you been playing anything else recently um i haven't played much else but i did actually buy uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy because it was on sale for like twenty dollars. Oh, when was was that? I, I saw that go on sale, but did it go on sale again? Because I missed it the first time. It's on sale right now. Actually. Oh, seventeen ninety. Oh, it is. It's on sale for two more days. Oh. All right. Well, what's your rever what's your review of it first before I commit? Oh, to this? I, I haven't played it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's, it's a chonky game. It's like eighty gigs. Yeah, so I'm kind of thinking like like every time I'm, I'm like I'm about to I'm I feel like playing it's like oh I just eighty gig install. Yeah, there's the the rise of the chonk in games has been pretty sad. Uh, I too I, I weirdly enough and I was gonna mention this but I have been playing Spider Man the remastered the first Spider Man uh, Insomniac mm -hmm. game, and I played through like a quarter of it on PS4 when it came out but got it on PC now. And uh, yeah, no, mechanically, the meme is true. It makes you feel like Spider-Man. Everyone says that, whatever. It, it feels real good to play that game. Uh, good enough that it's honestly got me feeling like I want to play the Arkham games because I never really got into those. Yeah, those are good games. And after watching the Harley Quinn TV show, I'm like, maybe, and also some other, like, media where Batman, honestly, media where Batman isn't the main character is kind of, and he's in it, kind of hits different sometimes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the Harley Quinn show, which sounds like a terrible show, 
in all in in any other world, right? When you hear the title of an animated Harley Quinn show, that's like an adult cartoon, whatever. You you would assume this has got to be absolute like literal garbage, trash, terrible, horrible. Damn. Ah, right. Damn. At least I, that's what I assume. I assumed that. Okay, I made the assumption based on the title and the fact that that character is honestly dog water in like all the media I've seen. You know, uh, have have you seen any of the show or clips from the show? I've seen clips of it. Yeah, it, lo- it looks good. Yeah, it's worth watching. I watched all of what's out there so far and the special. Mm-hmm. I think season one was probably the strongest season of it. Uh, but it's it's a show where I genuinely laughed out loud multiple times through multiple episodes and actually like thought it was fun. It was funny. It it tried to do like uh, it feels like you know that show Velma that everyone hated, yeah. what it was cool to hate or whatever. It feels like with that show. You know, it's kind of like a spin on that, you know, property, but mm-hmm. more with like adult humor or whatever. But it actually works and it's funny. And uh, I would highly recommend it. Weirdly oh. enough, it's it's kind of weird. DC honestly kind of kills it with some of their 2D animated stuff. Not yep. so much with their uh, movies, though. <laughs> but um, yeah. Have you seen any of the 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 DC like shows or anything like that? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have. I mean, I've watched some of their animated movies. They're usually very good. Hmm. I always see clips from shows, and I have no idea what they're if they're from movies or from a show. And I'll see something from DC, and it'll look interesting. Like it'll be like some Flash thing, or they'll be like, "Oh my god, that's cool!" Or like, um. It'll be some some random Teen Titans clip, and I'm like, oh, I should continue watching that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's it seems neat, but I, I don't know. I I think DC it's growing on me more. But I used to just be like, yeah, I don't care really about these characters at all, outside of like the Dark Knight, you know, that movie, mm-hmm. the that movie that kind of stands alone from the uh, the other superhero movies. But um, yeah. I don't know. It seems like they're doing cool stuff. And yeah. uh what's his name? J- James Gunn, right? He's now doing all the D- uh the DCU stuff now or whatever. Yeah. So uh and he just did Guardians 3, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe it'll be worth watching any of these movies at some point. Hopefully. Although everything is multiverse now. Yeah, I don't know. I heard Flash was absolutely terrible so <laughs> you know ho- hopefully they can do a little 180 uh, that'd be nice massive oof yeah um, i hear the movie was so bad that it got the entire movie got leaked in high quality on twitter and i think it's still up <laughs> this was like a few days ago that's that's rough um <laughs> wow we uh also between podcasts we saw the new Spider Verse movie. We we did I think we did a lot of stuff and then didn't talk like we I had a hiatus for pod because I was away, <laughs> um, but yeah we we saw uh Miles Morales Spider Man Man I don't remember what was it across the Spider Verse yeah. into into across. the Spider Verse cross, and then the other across. ones like No Way Home from the Spider-Verse. What's the actual... Didn't they announce the next title or something? Beyond the Spider-Verse. Like, Beyond the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it's kind of hard to remember the titles, but the new Spider-Man movie. 
Um, what were your thoughts on that film? It's been a little bit, but what were your thoughts? Uh, good. I think Pog movie. Mm-hmm. I want to rewatch it again, but like I couldn't really see very well in the movie theater because my eyes don't work, and we didn't Damn. go to IMAX. So, um, <laughs> I IMAX. No, like that's not even a joke. Like when we go to the IMAX screen, my eyes are so bad. I'm at least able to kind of see what's going on. But when I'm at the regular standard size, like in sitting midway in the theater, like everything was kind of blurry, like the whole time. Uh, mm-hmm. but it looked great from what I could see. And uh, I want to watch it again. I I think it's a good two time watch kind of film. Yep. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was very very neat. Uh, apparently, the next film is already in like production, or they did some of it. And uh, well, okay. So, so it's yeah. funny that you say that because so people thought the the news wasn't that the film was in production. People thought the film was almost done. Because oh. it's scheduled to come out next March, and they next literally said, March? "Yes," and they said, "Yeah, guys, we barely, we barely started it." And this oh. movie took like four years. I thought this move, the next movie, was gonna take like a year or more, so because they started it or did something. Yeah, no. Apparently, uh, they were, they were like working to. They were working until like borderline the re- the release date of Across the Spider Verse. All right, apparently let's get like, into two versions of the movie. We're like. Some visual things are slightly slightly changed, but nothing nothing mm-hmm. like massive. Just like little jokes and stuff like that. Let's let's get into a minor spoiler of how the movie ends. So skip ahead like a couple seconds. It's literally just going to be like a minor uh, spoiler. So the movie ends on a cliffhanger, which is kind of insane for a movie that took four years to make. Uh, it's going to be like a two parter. What did you feel about that <laughs> and how it ends? Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, they announced it as a part one anyway, so I didn't really See, expect like a conclusion. I'm okay with it too. It just bums me out that I feel like this movie series, this franchise, might have been a better watch if you could have just seen them all back to back. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I think that's how most superhero stuff goes. Yeah, but this one's such a hard like sequel that it's like you're gonna have to go in and really just watch rewatch probably all the movies but maybe just the last one just to like uh have context although now that i think about it maybe you'll forget but you could just literally read like a three paragraph summary of like where it ended off yeah, not a whole I mean, lot really I, I happened think, i think the, st- the story beats are memorable enough that it's fine i mean it's not like it's not like avatar or something yeah I, i'm just, and i was just thinking about it where i'm like oh man you get the don't forget the part where it's like oh wait yeah man uh, a lot of cool stuff happened, but not a lot of, like, story-intensive, you need to, like, oh my god, remember this thing that happened. It's like, oh, wait, yeah, this, it's kind of straightforward. Um, they did it again. They did it again. They made another one, and it's good. So I'm happy about that. I'm I'm happy it's not just, like, hot garbage. Like, that, it could have gone that route where it could have just been, like, so bad. But it, I think it lived up to the, the hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that we're a movie podcast, uh, maybe we should move on to a different topic. I mean, this podcast loosely follows video games as a, as a structure, by the way. Uh, so we can talk about whatever. But the video game stuff is kind of the loose thread that ties this together. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I have a news story for you that it's going to be relevant to me Log. after this stream. So Roblox, this is some Roblox news. Roblox uh, lore. Brought to you by man babies everywhere. Um, but Roblox has a they're they're having a system now where you can rate games in terms of like uh like like a maturity rating so like 14 plus 15 whatever they are adding mm. a category for 17 plus games oh boy. for like mature games uh there's limitations i could pull up the, i'm gonna pull up the uh the the the, the, the change log because there's the some limitations log. but it is actually kind of neat to be honest all right so they're uh they're the fastest growing age group is 17 to 24 year olds who are streaming and are sad aka me um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there this is for me but i'm looking at it right now it's like yeah they're adding they can have more mature themes uh more mature themes like tv shows or stand-up comedy i don't know what that means these experiences may contain more blood, violence, crude humor, uh, which so there are a lot of like gun, like counter strikey game. Wait a minute! <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'm looking at what you have to do to verify yourself in a second, which I'll go back down to. It's a little sus. Um, well, I'm looking at your this. social security number. You're uh, not that far off. Uh, so you need to, 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 I guess, to verify yourself, you need to upload a picture of yourself and a government-issued ID, uh, which, honestly, I kind of, it, it's that's a lot, but, I, like, Korea and other places have been doing this already for a long time with gaming. Uh, I, although, again, you're giving, I'm giving my, like, ID to Roblox Corporation, so it's yeah. a little, whatever. I think they're owned by Disney, too, but, uh, so... That's a little weird. I don't know how you... How do you feel about age verification where you actually need to legitimately verify your age with your ID? Mm-hmm. I actually don't know. I mean, I haven't had to do it for, like, a game or anything before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is a bit of a... wee bit of a slippery slope and... Especially when you've got a game that has stuff for multiple age groups in there, like without real separation of like a purchase or anything like that, it's pretty rough. Well, I think it's a slippery slope. But for an example of Roblox, uh, I I think I haven't really dabbled into it because I believe you could do this before. I I think there is voice chat in Roblox if you do this Mm -hmm. verification. I think this was already in here. I might be wrong because I literally just have not looked into it, but that aspect of it where if you're going to be interacting with children in this game, because it's for all age groups, I do think some extra form of verification is actually kind of nice because I think it might stop some of the shenanigans, especially because they're describing some of these experiences might have romantic themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah unplayable gambling okay so they're allowed to show themes of gambling and alcohol but they're not allowed to contain gambling although 90 percent of the most popular games all have like loot box gambling mechanics but uh they do have a list of things you can't show still which i'm trying to find let's see i don't i don't know if i can see the thing they, they said so it's not just you know it's not just 
everything flies now it's crazy mode they're gonna have like all this nudity and like hyper gore <laughs> it's just for games that are more like call of duty bait like i've seen a lot of like cod and like csgo type games with more realistic guns and stuff yeah um this is kind of interesting to me though although as a as a creator i'm wondering how people how many people are actually going to use this rating knowing they're limiting themselves and not try to like cram everything into 13 plus mm -hmm. uh i see it might not get adopted as widely as possible because i believe the player base although they are saying like the player base <laughs> for people 17 to 24 or whatever is pretty uh, like fast growing because yeah. surprise surprise one i think it's a lot of people just streaming games i think there's a lot of content creators who are making content um i mean i have nostalgia for the game and i make content for it so <coughs> but um i don't know how many active users every day are playing it without streaming you know that <laughs> want to play these experiences but it's yeah. neat that they added it as an option uh little weird i i guess it's a little weird um that it's a little weird that you have to use the verification with your id and stuff like that i get it in a way in a way i do get it too so i think that's a tough one that's a that's kind of a tough one to uh talk about i think some people might be like very against it and i don't know yeah i i, I don't think i'm pro or against i think there's probably issues for on both sides do i trust i think disney owns them with my id it's like well they probably have it anyway which is not a great argument i guess against it but um i don't know let's move on yeah that's a, that's a way more tough topic than just being like finally i can shoot gun in my roblox yeah. even though you could already do that but oh man um <laughs> so yeah that's the wonderful world of that news uh yeah uh, otherwise, I guess for games, I, I've been playing God of War 1, the PS3 remake, a little bit on my Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. Game's pretty fun. Uh, I'm not too far in. It's it's cool, and I'm enjoying it. But clearly not as much nuance as 2016 or 2018 God of War. Yeah. But it's, it's a fun game. And uh, still playing Persona 5. And uh, I beat uh, We Love Katamari, which is just great. Katamari is awesome. We Love Katamari is more Katamari, and it's really good. Can't complain. Man. Yeah. Imagine but a good game, love it? but more good. Yes, I do love Katamari. Although I think the base soundtrack of that game is worse than the original game soundtrack. Although I have some of the soundtrack from that game with the... There's kind of a weird DLC where if you bought like a for ten dollars more, you could buy like a deluxe version, and it came with mm -hmm. songs from the other games as to use in the soundtrack. And Katamari has great music over the series, so that's kind of like a I, I wanted to have that because you could you know you could play it on YouTube or whatever, but it's kind of cool to have it in game. Yeah, uh, and it was ten bucks. I'm like I want to support more games to come out. I like this franchise, and it's already a, like a cheaper game. But if you buy it separately, it's twenty dollars, and it's kind of a ripoff. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it's already kind of a ripoff for ten bucks. But for twenty dollars, it's kind of a huge ripoff. Um, yeah, not not great. 
music deal DLC like that is always like mm, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the the tale as old as time when you see a Steam page and the game is like mostly like mostly positive, super positive, and then you see the DLC and it's like mostly negative, aka every Borderlands DLC. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, games like that, or like when you see like the costume pack DLC that's like five dollars or ten dollars and it adds like like. The salt shaker hat for Master Chief. Or, I don't know. <laughs> just like adds like one thing. It's just like terrible reviews. Yeah. Oh man. Why are there so many farming games? Do you did you see farming that? Did you notice games. this? Everything I is haven't. a farming game. A no, any I every haven't. announcement recently has been farming cozy. This is the year of farming and cozy. Yeah, I, don't know. I actually haven't noticed that. So here's the deal, right? Stardew Valley is great. Yeah. Harvest Moon is great. Those mm-hmm. games are great. Everyone just realized that they're great at the same time. It's like what happened with, with that one year where everything was Left 4 Dead style games. Oh, um God. It's just like, but it's also it's easier to make a farming cozy game that's mi- like bad. It's easier mm-hmm. to make a bad one of those games and like just ship it out. Uh, so I could see why a lot of people will do it. I'm sure in this wave, there are definitely some great games in that genre. But it's just so oversaturated. Everything is cozy and farming. And I'm like, ah, just something else. I don't know. how. Why does this always happen? Like, you think everyone develops games? Maybe it's like there's a hole in the market for a game in the genre, right? Like when mm-hmm. Left 4 Dead happened. There was no no like cooperative shooter things, and then everyone developed at the same time, and then all announced at the same time, and that's just I guess how it happens, because th- this is yeah. this is a common thing that happens now at this point. Yeah, people notice thing isn't being made, and they all think, "Hey, let's make thing," mm-hmm. and then suddenly thing is being made by everybody. I think the wildest one in recent history was the the two games that were both metal you're going to hell first person shooter rhythm games that both uh, came yeah. out uh it's called like hellsinger uh what is it, it yeah. like metal something hellsinger uh and then some other uh, bullet bp it's like bpm or something yeah bullets per bpm bullets per minute and then it was like metal hellsinger or some other yeah metal hellsinger yeah. exactly Although apparently, I think one of those games is better than the others. I didn't play either <laughs> of them. Um, although they both look like they have good reviews, but I don't. I don't know. Crazy though, right? Like, how do you wacky Doom? Both Doom kind of inspired metal shooting <laughs> rhythm games come out the same around the same time ish. Although I'm looking, this one came out in 2020. This one came out in 2022. So I don't know what I'm talking about. I guess, but I remember seeing trailers for both of them around the same time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. My rambling. I, I've now I've talked for my eight ninety nine percent of the podcast. So let's let's get into <laughs> questions. All right. Um. Uh, James, let me ask you a question, and I want okay. you to get deep and sweaty on this question. I want to. Oh, I want to know. I, I want to know everything about your your answer. So if you have a question, you can email us at hyeppodcast at gmail dot com. That is the hyeppodcast at gmail dot com. And I'll read your question, or maybe James will read your question, but we'll answer yes. it. So let, let's go to the questions. I'm, I haven't even looked at these yet, so let me let me crawl through these. Crawl uh, through these. 
Let's see. You know what? I'm just gonna. Oh, yeah. It's actually kind of a. Hmm. That's kind of a tough question. All right, I'll ask you this, but I, I don't know if you'll have an answer because it's kind of tough. Uh, okay. So the question reads: I'm curious if there are any games from your childhood that you think had a really unique camera system or perspective. Really unique camera system or perspective. Camera system perspective. Um, depends on if you by unique you mean shit. <laughs> I mean, like, geez, there were, there were plenty of those. Um, oh, you know what? I think I got one. Um, now that you just said shit camera, um, I could think of one. Uh, yeah, no, like people don't realize how important a camera in a 3D game is. And just yeah. how much nuance and how much weight it can affect a game and just what goes into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can look at like Mario 64 as one of the first examples of a 3D camera, which yeah. is shockingly serviceable, even though it kind of is ass in nowadays. It's But it's shockingly serviceable for being one of the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> but yeah, can you can you think of anything off the top of your head? Um, hmm. It's kind of a weird one because I feel like a good camera, yeah. you don't think about it. That's the thing. Like you don't if the camera in a game is good, you like will not think about it. You only notice really bad cameras. Um I my memory is probably incorrect for this, but uh there was a game called Two Human. It was like a <laughs> it was like a third person uh what's it what's it called? Like a third person hack and slash, I guess. But, like, the camera was, like, really far away from your player. Hmm. And the character did, like, these, like, really long, like, very fluid, uh, like, sword movements and stuff like that. Um, and I thought it was really cool. Just because lots of the, lots of other similar games, either it wasn't uh, the same type of third-person perspective. Like, you weren't looking from your character's back. Or they were really, really close. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least relative to it. Like, this was almost like... Like, it was almost a MOBA camera, actually. Hmm. Yeah, that is kind of weird. That is a, it was an action game, too? Yeah, it was, it was like an action a over... game. It was like, like, like single-player slash co-op. Huh. So, PvE. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it was like, like... a... I guess the idea was, like, it was futuristic fantasy, so there were, like, there were, like, dark elves and stuff like that, but you had, like, these futuristic, like, suits of armor, and there were guns. Like, you could use guns and melee. Uh, and it was like vaguely, vaguely inspired by Norse mythology with like lots of the names and like stuff like that, like the weapon names and like area names. I think you went to Helheim at some point. Yeah, I don't know. it was, a, it was a crazy game. I'll take it. There's no two human two. No, unfortunately. <laughs> and let, let me look it up. I'm pretty late. sure the game got really bad reviews. Yeah, I think I've heard of one. this. Too human. Yeah, is it like so T O O human? Yeah, T O O. So it was an Xbox 360 exclusive. Apparently, it just received it received mixed reviews. It involved a with name. a lawsuit uh, because apparently they used Unreal Engine without permission. <laughs> that's that's a tough one. Yeah, if you just use your your game engine to like pirate it. Yeah, that's, that's oh, not I got great. like six and sevens out of ten. It was like okay. Can we talk about how older games invert camera sometimes? And oh, sometimes a game, like an older game, will invert their camera, and then I won't even, like, I'll forget what I actually want. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes 
in a game you expect the camera to go a certain way then it's inverted and then you try to invert the controls and you kind of forget like wait was this the way i like it or is it not it's kind of weird like with third person camera it's like do i press left to look left or like what do i like and -hmm. then i get all it's really like older games i don't know what they were smoking with these inverted cameras except for like pilot games like who thought that was the way to go Oh, okay. I'm reading back up on this game. Apparently, it was it was very Norse. Like it it was like you know like the Norse gods are cybernetically enhanced humans in the future. You play as Balder, and you're like fighting Loki's army of machines. Oh wow, that actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, apparently it was just in development hell for like ten years, and it went through. It, it was originally going to be a PlayStation game, then it became a GameCube game, and then Microsoft just said, "Just make it for Xbox, guys." <laughs> One of the rare, like, Xbox uh, titles that are exclusives. Yeah, uh, mm. there, there are plans for a trilogy, but apparently plans for an eventual trilogy were canceled because of the damage inflicted by the lawsuit from using Unreal <laughs> Engine without permission. How do you do a- that? Like, Along with Silicon knew. Knights filing for bankruptcy in May 2014. Damn. Oh, these are, there must uh, have been some malpractice going on there with like yeah. so someone had to have known. Did they think they were gonna get away with like the most yeah, devious I, I no lick of all time? Do apparently, kids say that anymore? My hip. Apparently these uh, guys made uh they made Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes and X Men oh. Destiny. Oh wow. Okay. That's a that's a track record. Yeah. That is oof. Um Yeah. Yikes. Oh man, so, I, rem- I remember I was really excited for X-Men Destiny, then I heard it was shit, so I just didn't buy it. You you really had an unfortunate childhood, because you enjoyed yeah. superheroes at that age, and every game they were pumping out was just bad. Yeah. Except Spider-Man 2 on, like, PS2. Just every game was just oh hot my garbage. God. Apparently because of the... So apparently because of the Epic Games lawsuit, both X-Men Destiny and Hugh Human had all of their unsold copies destroyed. <laughs> oh so are you saying God. Epic Games has always been, like, epic? They've always been cool. You just can't buy them anymore. Amazing. <clears throat> oh, my God. Maybe they can make a comeback and make it, like, an e- remaster it and make it epic exclusive. Get their revenge. Mayhaps. Um, my game is going to be an example of a unique bad camera sort of for a game mm-hmm. uh shows to croc and the legend of the gobos or whatever on ps1 i recently actually played this on the steam deck a little bit just for fun that is a platform game with tank controls a third person platform game with tank controls and it honestly isn't that bad but it's not great like it really does not benefit from having tank controls mm-hmm. it feels pretty like it feels unique and actually is kind of interesting it makes the platforming a little more challenging but it do feel kind of kind of gross and bad. And then the mm-hmm. sequel like doesn't have tank controls, but it has weird like the sequel is like worse somehow. Like I don't understand, but the, whatever. Just a croc, weird weird game. Right, I'm looking at two human gameplay. Yeah, this looked nothing like I remember it did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just thinking of a completely different game. No, I, I'm 100 percent sure it's this game. It's just the camera isn't doesn't look like what I thought it did. Truly, you are two the. The combat still looks cool though, especially for the time. I remember you used like the you used the right analog stick to like dash around with your weapon. Hmm. 
It was kind of cool. In God, in God of War, uh, you use the right analog <laughs> stick to dodge, which I think is actually kind of... it's When you don't have camera control, I mean, it's, it's actually kind of nice to be able to dodge in any direction, but mm-hmm. I kind of like camera better than that. Yeah. You know, this yeah. actually this actually just looks like like the environments just look like Halo. Like legitimately. Hmm. Like there's this huge there's this fight on this like bridge that's like a little snowy with in like a in like a like a like this big gray bridge with some like technology on it. It looks exactly like something from Halo One. Hmm. I never really played it. I was again, I've never owned and I I still have never owned an Xbox, like a Microsoft console. Oh, I was. I'm a. I am a uh, through and through Sony Nintendo PC guy. Uh, they they use all these stock sound effects for the swords, and I recognize them because they sound exactly like Do- some Dota characters. Uh, they're like <laughs> default melee attacks. It's actually really funny. Oh man. Oh, you know what game has like the best like stock sound <clears throat> slash just sound effects? What? Half Life Two just has like the best just like hitting metal sound effect and like you're recharging oh, yeah. your suit and just breaking thing. It's just so Yeah, good. Valve is great with those. Oh. Those are my favorite. Valve loves their stock sound effects. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on to another question. Do you have anything that, that piques your interest from our list of questions? Um in this world see. of so many so many gamerific quandaries, how um, could you pick Okay, here's one. Hey, podcast hosts, what are some <laughs> games that made an impact on the way video game stories can be told today, and how did they do it? Uh, um, make sure to delete the question post asking it to, so we don't ask them multiple times. Yep. Um, what games had an impact on storytelling? I mean, Metal Gear Solid One, I think, mm-hmm. is a like that game. Well, also a lot of ge- I think the PlayStation One in general was a kind of a crazy time for storytelling in games because you had like Final Fantasy 7, Metal Gear 1, uh just like these way more ambitious longer stories. Um also they're full of weird Japanese weirdness too. Mm-hmm. So I I I do think I I do think nowadays a game like a God of War and like a, I haven't played Last of Us but I think that game is very story based but yeah. The the Sony the modern Sony game the modern Sony AAA game is basically like a mo- a playable movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even have like the Marvel like intro at the beginning where they show like clips from their games. Um, those are very cinematic. Like I was actually very yeah. engaged with the story for God of War. <laughs> I thought it was very interesting. And uh, Spider Man, I, I meant too, just feels like you're playing, you know, like a movie or a show. Yeah, but. I think Sony has always had so the Sony first like the Sony AAA exclusive games have always kind of had that narrative to them a little bit. Um, if you're looking at those, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I I never had nostalgia for Final Fantasy VII, and I'm playing it uh, like the original, and I'm like, man, yeah, this this goes hard. Like, uh, this still holds up. It's it's. I mean, again, maybe these older games might not have the greatest narrative in the entire world but it's still mm-hmm. like engaging and interesting so yeah what about you what what, what game do you think was um, a big moment i guess it could even be personal i guess to you well i'm gonna be a normie telltale's walking dead oh yeah uh, that was yeah. huge i think one of the big things that that i think it 
really change is the idea of like branching storylines. You know, not mm-hmm. lots of AAA games still don't use it very much because they're actually really hard to write. But you know, there's a whole like I guess subgenre of narrative games that use that a lot. I think it's it opened the way for lots of really interesting methods of storytelling and also some some really interesting gameplay as well because you know it's like different decisions like there are some games where your your decisions change how a like what moves a boss will use like stuff like that. Oh wow. Um I know Mass Effect and those I have not played I mean BioWare in their games they plenty mm-hmm. of multiple choice. I've yet to play any of the uh classic BioWare games except uh yeah like I I would I'm going to eventually play all the Mass Effect games but not not yet. Uh I'm trying to look through my wish list right now on Steam because there's a game I think we're going to see a lot more branching path games with the rise of these large language models. Um, and they're going to be all these kind of like randomly, gen- not randomly, gen- like procedurally generated. Uh, you're going to be talking to like an LLM thing. There's a game that they announced. It's a Sims-like game. I'm looking through my ridiculous list of stupid games. They're all bad um, to find it. Oh, Life by You. It is a game that is like a Sims-like, but it uses the LLM, and it comes out in two months. That's going to be a... Get ready to see that everywhere, by the way. That is going to be a big stream (laughs) game for like a couple weeks. It's going to be memed to all hell. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a massive meme stream game. But I am actually pretty excited about that, and I think I'll try to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, um, man, that's... I think that'll be the next cool thing in games for a while is the uh, the stuff you can do with some of this random, you know, this new generate, generative media and text and whatnot. So, exciting. It, I'll, I'm sure, like, we're going to get, like, a hundred bad games at first and then, like, one good game eventually that uses it. Man. Probably some really cool horror games that use it, too. Um, you know, I, I just randomly yeah. like I, I just randomly started thinking of Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Mm-hmm. And um when I when I looked at my recommended videos off of that off of the two human gameplay I looked up, there was a there was a Web of Shadows video in there and I was like, wow, that's really scary. <laughs> so like, I know. I, like, man. Do you think other people who played the games that you played, like if you played like Web of Shadows and blah blah blah? Like they had a, a similar upbringing in terms of like if they liked that or played that, then they got they're like, oh man, I like X type of game, so they played all these weird games. Like I kind of feel like that a little bit with like I played Boktai, the weird uh, solar panel GBA game, which kind mm-hmm. of led me into that Mega Man slash Battle Network world and some of these other like it almost kind of led to like Patapon and these other. I don't know. There's kind of like a through line of like weird Japanese experimental game sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all kind of, you know, connected in a way. It's like it's like yeah. a strand type game. Like Death Stranding. A strand type game. Yeah. I think I'm getting heat stroke <laughs> from my room because there's no ventilation. A strand like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Death Stranding 2 is on the horizon at some point. Yeah. Cool. The game was good. Mm-hmm. It's a, l- a l- little long in the tooth, not gonna lie, but it was good. Um, do you want me to ask you one more question? Sure. 
One more question. We'll call it a day. Uh, let's see. I had a good one that I was gonna read, but let's. You know what? I'm gonna make my own question up because I misread a question. Do you have any like nostalgic or maybe like bad experiences from like video game stores? Like, in like, do you have any memories of? It could be good or bad of just going to like the, a brick and mortar store and and like actually doing something. Oh well, I never went to like any any fancy non GameStop video game stores really, but I mm -hmm. do remember um uh our closest GameStop. There used to be these two guys that worked there, and whenever I would have a like broken disc or something, they would just give me a replacement for free, <laughs> and then okay. Sorry, and, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they got fired. Before you continue, I gotta cut you off. How many discs were you going through, and how were you breaking so many? I've never broken a um, disc in my life. So on Xbox 360, if you accidentally moved the Xbox while the disc was in, it just it always got scratched. Oh, so Xbox so, yeah. problems. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they got the their boss <laughs> found out they were doing that, and they just got fired. And I I went yeah. there one day, and I was like, I, I, I there was like somebody at the catch register. There was neither of them. And I asked, I asked them if I could just replace them. They said, well, you're going to have to pay for that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Honestly, they were probably also just stealing like from the store. It probably yeah, wasn't probably. even that thing that was getting you like that got them fired. They probably were just stealing so many games or just like yeah. breaking the seal and playing games early and doing nonsense. Oh, man. Uh, did you ever go to any like midnight launches? Um, no, I don't think so. My parents would never let me do that kind of stuff. I, uh, at one point in time, I did a couple of them. <clears throat> but it was for, like, Call of Duty was one of the things. And it was oh, like, no. let's go to the midnight launch. And it was stupid, right? Is, usually they would be, like, on a school night or something anyway. Let's mm -hmm. go, like, my dad took me to a midnight launch. I think it's just to, like, do something. And we, I think I went to maybe, like, one, like, maybe like three or four, probably less than three of them. And it was like kind of neat, midnight launch, whatever. You don't go home and like play the game. You go to bed and like you don't even yeah. play it the next day. So it's like kind of stupid, but it was just kind of neat to get it, whatever, when I actually cared. Then one time I went to go get a Call of Duty game at like a midnight launch and it was before midnight and there was just a line of people outside just like, in like ghillie suits and you know wearing oh yeah cosplaying and stuff and i'm like i just had a moment of clarity being like why am i even gonna get like, let's just go home like this is a waste of time like i'm not even gonna play like i literally was like i'll just it's call of duty they're not gonna sell out i'll just get it friday or something on the weekend like why would i care? like i don't care um I yeah. will say, though, the most recent thing I had to do like that wasn't midnight launch, but to get the Nintendo Switch, I didn't get it. I didn't get it like day one. I got it a couple weeks later, pretty mm -hmm. early, though, but I had to go like find a place, wait in line, get a ticket. I uh, I was new to driving at the time, so I uh, I like plowed through an intersection, basically, like on by, like accident. Like I uh, went on like a stop and then like turned wrong and like probably caused like traffic issues but I, I got in line and i got that switch so mm -hmm. yeah oh man i don't honestly i can safely say 
I'm kind of all digital now. I really don't care about it's just stuff. I, I have too much stuff already. I don't need I don't need more yeah. cases and things. Yeah. Um, so I I think my thing with Midnight is like if they still were as big today and if I wasn't a, a PC gamer, maybe I'd go to a few because like you know, I'd actually I I actually might stay up to play it after and it might be cool, but um <laughs> You could say nowadays I, yeah, I <laughs> oh god, yeah, the download. It, it, it's crazy because I, I think back and like I, I don't have any of the midnight launch memory, memories but I do remember after school I would like get home and I'd have my parents like take me to GameStop to buy the game but they wouldn't let me play video games on weekdays so I just like I just look at the case all week oh wow until the yeah the, the looking at the case I, kids today I don't think really even get this because they can look at the case but usually they don't have like back in the day, you get the instruction book. You would get a game. Oh yeah. You would sit in the car on the way home. You'd open it up. You'd look at the instruction book. You'd be so hyped. To yeah, play like the reading game. the instruction manual for Halo Reach was a different experience. Yeah, and they used to have like cool art and stuff. It was so such a yeah. such a vibe. But also a big thing about midnight releases, like I said, it's easier just digital download, preload it. Also, when you get a game, you pop it in. You have to do like a day one. 400 gigabyte update so who cares mm -hmm. like it's not you don't get the game and you're playing yeah i don't know i i like the convenience i i, I rose tinted glasses it, it was cool back in the day but the convenience of digital downloads is so much nicer if you really just want to play a game yeah um but yeah let's let's call it a pod for now because i'm gonna go stream i gotta go eat and stream and uh pod. i think well i think this was a good pog cast so I've been Matt, cast. aka Matt Fondude, and who have you been? I've been James, aka James O4E. And that's a podcast. Good night, everybody. GN. <laughs>